that you fuckers had a bad time? I'm not the shark. Piece of shit. I'm not a fish. Woo! I'm not an avalanche. Come forth. I'm a man. Oh, princess of doctors. What's the difference if Bruce Springsteen is a Shidoshi? Your Puritan upbringing holds you back from my monsters, but it certainly doesn't hurt your art of kissing. Welcome to the podcast about life, love, and all the gimmicks. And if you're not down with that, we got two words for ya! What are your opinions on, on video mixtapes? They're okay. Some of them are fun, but I think most of them are just kind of shittily thrown together. Most of them are shittily yeah. thrown together. Um, I was watching one because uh, our bud Doc has it on his Plex, one called Scum Fucks Anonymous. Mm. I mean, that's a that's a polar of a title, right? It certainly sells what you're going to see. <laughs> And it's just another one of these movies where they just, you know, they found random VHSs and interspliced porn into them. What? That's fucking stupid. That's half of the fucking mixtapes I've ever seen. It's like, oh, this is weird. Oh, this is weird. Porn. It'd be weird if, like, they found weird homemade porn instead of just, oh, fuck it. No, just random porn. Just uh, and it's just it's thrown together with all of the grace of a twelve-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's shocking in the way a twelve-year-old boy thinks that is shocking. There was this. I had this story about this guy. I don't know if I ever told you this. Um, he was a reviewer a while back. Oh, I hate at, those assholes. Oh, those sons of fucks! They're <laughs> just the scum of the fucking earth. I don't know if you know any of these guys. I don't know any of those assholes. <laughs> but this guy, he was, uh, he, uh, we came into contact because he wanted a copy of Hole in the Wall. So he took it, he reviewed it. Um, I don't know if he listened to the show or not, but whatever. This is not going to look well upon him, but I won't name his name. He reviewed the film, whatever. And he started trying to share his plex with me and share films with me. Just real no budget underground stuff from all the guys that we've all met in the circuit at the conventions and all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, sure. I'd love to see some of this stuff. So we started trading movies and then he signed me up on his Plex. And at first I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. This ain't bad. Months later, all of a sudden, and you you know what happens because you are familiar with Plex and how it's set up. When you add new movies, they pop up on the home screen when you boot up Plex. So I I look at his because on Plex, for the listeners that have no idea what I'm talking about, you share this almost like your Facebook, like you become friends with someone and then they can see what you have and you can, it's just, it's a community server sharing experience. So I'm on his server, and all of a sudden, a bunch of bestiality porn pops up on his. <laughs> well, that's not what I expected you to say. Homepage, because it's mostly you know underground horror movies and just sh- sh- no shit. Then all of a sudden, some chick sucking a dog's dick is one of the th- thumbnails. <laughs> oh, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Because, you know, every once in a while, these people, I look for their, their black servers because they will have cool kids videos that I, you know, that I think the kids will want to watch. 
that I won't be able to get for them. So we'll be able to watch it. Uh, and at that, point, get that for them. Well, at that point, I'm like, I'm glad I didn't pop that channel on while the kids were around. Good God. And I immediately got a hold of them. I'm like, dude, um, what exactly is with the dog fucking videos on your Plex? He's like, oh, dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to put together a mixed mi a video mixtape. I'm like, what the fuck kind of video mixtape needs a chick sucking a dog off in it? And he's like, well, I'm just trying to make one of those really fucked up ones, you know? I'm not into that stuff, but it's for the VIX tape. I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm. Not sure. into it, but sure knew where to find enough of it. Hold <laughs> up the plex. Oh. Holy shit, man. Oh, God, that's like, it's so good in the worst way. <laughs> it was, I well, I immediately unfriended him oh okay <laughs> yeah me too i would have done the same <laughs> what i i think i actually was expecting you to say something else oh no just watch it <laughs> just watch <laughs> have you ever tried to edit one of these gimmicks again no, fuck man i don't know i don't know <laughs> time for that shit well you of all people that i know know some fucked up shit and yeah, I figure I just, you would have access to a ton of that crap. It's stupid. Like, what am I going to do? I'm going to make 20 bootleg VHS tapes and what, fucking leave them in people's mailboxes? Well, now it, you Tell got them this on thing. Facebook groups for $10. Like, I don't yeah. know if you're aware of this, Seth. There's this thing out there called the Internet. No, I never heard of it. <laughs> yeah, but like, what? I'm going to sell it to some asshole that's... I no, it's no. The only the only mixtapes I get any enjoyment out of are like the everything is terrible guys. Oh well, at least that stuff is funny. It's not what? all of a sudden you're watching some clip of somebody in a kimono doing you know Japanese dancing and then interspliced with someone sucking a dog off. Right, like that. It it's just that edge lord bullshit. Yeah. I don't I don't need it. Like what was that one that, that the really infamous one uh that supposedly, you know, he was trying he was on all the horror boards, all the boards that we frequent with the collectors and all that shit and beyond uh beneath the underground and all this other stuff. Um it was the acronym was M dope or something like that. Oh, uh, I, I remember the acronym. You remember what the uh, it's I don't remember what it what it like it stood for, but I remember it was the edgiest of the most edgelord. And the reason it was, was somebody caught that he had somewhere inside of this. Now, I've never seen these and I have no intention. I personally, as I said, think most of these mixtapes are just fucking trash and just a reason for people to, to intersplice porn into weird stuff and get weird people to fucking watch porn that they don't want to watch. But um, that supposedly there was underage porn in one of those that's not surprising i mean it's all about pushing it out as far as you can without getting into like deep internet deep web shit dark web yeah like I, the internet like you said there's this thing called the internet i can watch whatever the fuck i want to watch if i'm willing to go find it i don't need a shitty mixtape yeah a two hour long mixtape right. no I, stupid gimmick
It's a terrible gimmick, the worst kind of gimmick. I'm totally not fucking down with it. So you have no mixtapes in your collection. You know nobody that makes these mixtapes. Not personally. We're clean. We're clear. We have clear consciences. Clean. We are decent. I would label us decent people. I'd go as far as to say I'm a little bit above decent. but A little bit. <laughs> would you label mixtape editors on the same level level as a Slytherin. Oh yeah. They're like a gothic king cobra. Speaking of which, <laughs> because for some reason you and I keep sending these gothic king cobra years after the fact that he has run himself right into the fucking ground. We're still oh, watching gothic king. So cobra. I see a video pop up and if the thumbnail gets me or if the title gets me, I'll give it a couple minutes. <laughs> the like, latest one you sent me was perhaps one of the most soul-crushingly depressing videos oh I've watched in a while. God. If I'm, where, where is he from? Casper, Wyoming? Yes. If I've ever thought of Casper, Wyoming, it was pretty much that video. <sighs> Just three... <laughs> Yeah, I want you to describe this video for the listeners because uh, I'm sure at this point some of them know who Gothic King Cobra is. If you don't know who Gothic King oh. Cobra is, go to the fucking YouTubes and figure it out. So what? <laughs> describe what this fucking video was you sent me. I don't remember the title, but the whole thing was about It eating. was Pizza Hut Reviews. Pizza Hut Reviews. Jesus, of course it fucking was. <laughs> uh, it starts out with uh, our man King Cobra sitting in this almost derelict-looking apartment with, um, with Scrapper Steve. Who, who purportedly a while back came out as a furry sympathizer. Yeah, yeah. Or he, a furry himself. He is a uh, advocate of animal sex with, <laughs> with humans. Maybe he makes mixtapes. <laughs> He's definitely Slytherin. And they are sitting on the floor of this barren apartment that looks like it hasn't been cleaned since 1983 just fucking munching pizza hut and drinking mountain dew straight from a two liter passing it back and forth but not touching their lips to the bottle no (laughs) because we're still fucking 12 years old (laughs) that was what kill me is like i was waiting for him to miss his mouth pouring it in because you know it wasn't touching his lips i'm like this shit's gonna go all over him there wasn't one thing they could pour that into so one of them could have a cup (laughs) did one of them have a cold sore or something that they couldn't drink from it (laughs) so this goes on for a few minutes until scrapper steve declares that him and josh are not boyfriend and boyfriend (laughs) out of nowhere in the, you got to describe how Scrapper Steve talks. I can't. It's uh, okay. Can, I'll, I'll try my best. You I'll, can I'll, do it. Do it. I'll try my best. Well, YouTubers, I I just want you to all know that Josh and I are not a couple. <laughs> That's my best Scrapper Steve. No, it's impression. not bad. Not bad. Uh, and then it. Cuts to to Josh or uh, Gothic King Cobra saying that Scrapper Steve's wife or girlfriend 
can't have any of the pizza because it's too spicy and she's pregnant. And they pan to her and she is on the floor with them. Of course, no, no furniture. There's not a lick of furniture not, in this game. Not a single damn chair in this. <laughs> not place. nothing on the walls. It's no. like they, they found like they're squatting in some empty apartment. <laughs> and she has about 14 T-shirts and coats covering her because there's probably no damn heat in this place. <laughs> and she just looks like the soul has been sucked out of her. She looks 16 years old at most in scrapper. Steve's at least 46 at, at least. I mean, that guy has had a receiving hairline for like 10 years. It, it looks like, uh, and this is the whole video. It's like 12 minutes of just them fucking munching on pizza hut and guzzling Mountain Dew in this abandoned apartment talking about fucking nothing. And it's just depressing. If it was just the two of them, it'd be like, oh, this isn't surprising. But then you see like this extremely young looking girl who's pregnant, who's pregnant and is covering up with like jackets because of the life she's in. They don't have a single blanket or chair for her to sit on or piece of pizza for her to eat. <laughs> well, no, there were, at some point in the video, I guess she tried a piece. Or she take took a, a bite of Scrapper Steve's pizza because uh, Cobra all of a sudden goes, ooh, Scrapper Steve's fiance likes the pizza too. So she must have taken a bite even though she tried putting up a stink about this fucking gimmick. Just what a what a depressing what a depressing video. I those kind of videos I sit and watch when you send me that stuff or every now and then. I'll pop it up on the YouTubes just for a few laughs. I think he has hit rock bottom. Oh, I thought he was there years ago, but he keeps finding ways to get lower. I thought after the whole, you know, mini sex doll scandal and 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 all that, <laughs> you know what I mean. Oh, I know exactly what you mean. It's just, it's just thinking about it. Oh, my God. I don't yeah, know how you could get lower. Well, his popularity soared after that point. And um, now he's making he he does a fucking Facebook live videos every day at least four times a day alongside his YouTube channel. So I don't know how he even has a fucking life, how he makes any money, how he does anything. Well, he's selling his wands <laughs> and thirty bucks a pop. Oh my gosh! And now he's it. including autographs with them. But is he making money? Have you heard his new record? No, the one that he's been making for like four years now. Yeah, I think he makes one every six months now. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen him put one out. It's the most coherent thing I've heard him do, and it's still a fucking mess. Listeners, here's a little snippet of the newest Gothic King Cobra hot track. You're going to love this shit.
Now that is the most incomprehensible garbage I've ever heard in my whole fucking life. And that's that's a straight up pop tune from Gothic King Cobra. Well, I mean, he does make up his own tunings. <laughs> just, like, I, just makes up whatever tuning he wants. I showed Paula Gothic King Cobra when she came out to visit because I was talking because I think you might have sent me a video and I was laughing real fucking hard about it. it so I introduced her to it and she's like, oh, what's this one with him playing guitar? And I'm like, oh, you don't want to. No, oh, you do want to hear that. So we put it on and she just looks at me like, huh? <laughs> he really thinks he's playing guitar. <laughs> he he's really not. thinks he's shredding. He's not. Oh, but man. that's guitar playing in Trump's America. Seth. Hey, <laughs> whatever you want to do. <laughs> Make America shred again. <laughs> Hamburgers for all. <laughs> Hamburgers. <laughs> so oh. This episode took so long for us to fucking get together and do that all the stuff I had prepared is totally out of date at this point. Like, I had this whole thing. I wanted to talk about hamburgers. I wanted to talk about it real fucking bad with you. Uh, it was like two weeks ago. Yeah, because it sounded like you were a hamburger sympathist. Hey, man. I'm just saying I would have been pretty pumped to walk in and see that spread. <laughs> okay, so you work hard your entire life to get to the point where you are on a a level college football team and you win the national championship. I mean, the amount of sacrifice and drive and work it takes to get there. And you figure, man, I I'm going to see meet the fucking president of the United States. And I'm going to get treated like a King. You show up, and you have a fucking spread of the coldest ass fucking Wendy's and McDonald's hamburgers. All right, I'll give you, I'll give you that. The fact that they would be ice cold would be bullshit. Oh yeah, well they're ice cold after five minutes. Yeah, but did you see that like three tiered rack of just dipping sauces? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just throwing that. I, that I was pretty legit. So so that's what works for you is that fuck fuck the you. Know, know the, the big Macs that go cold within 30 seconds of them being out of the oven no oh but did you see the fucking <laughs> sauce? yeah it's for an extra dipping sauce you're gonna get some bullshit from from these uh from these employees <laughs> <laughs> you can cover up the spit with the dipping sauce with that oh, sweet and sour nice. sauce right did they I, have the szechuan i don't know no, the szechuan's gross man have you had that no i don't eat that shit Oh, okay. <laughs> which which brings me to our uh, well, because at this point, Fucking you know, we're uh, carry over here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm way above it. No, I just don't. I don't ever eat like the the chicken nuggets or whatever. So I never get the dipping sauces. But uh, at this point, in the all the gimmicks group, you know, we're we're making this post for all the memes and all this shit, and you know, people are making great stuff with like fucking the master. From Manos <laughs> showing off the spread and, and Randy from the trailer park boys filling up a play. <laughs> and all these great fucking memes. Oh, it was it was a smorgasbord of hilarity. I loved this shit. And you come chiming in, like all of a sudden now you're on Trump's side. I well, it's fucking crazy here. 
you know. So I need you to explain yourself here. Well, you're talking about the disappointment of walking in and see McDonald's and Wendy's spread. I mean, the real disappointment would be, damn, I just won the college football championship and I get to meet the president and that's the son of a bitch I have to meet. You know, like the fruit is secondary. You, you're fucking, you've been living large, fucking going to where the Clemson. Yeah, the Clemson Tigers. Yeah, they've been eating whatever the fuck they want to eat for free for four years. Or however many years they've been on the team. I guess right. some of them only won, but they're not paying for shit. No, they're not paying for anything. Half, Half of them probably, probably have endorsements. Right, exactly. They're fine. So they're like 18 anyway. What, they're going to fucking walk in and look at some fine cuisine and put their nose up at it. Because it's not a fucking Coors Light that they can fucking butt chug. <laughs> I didn't know Vince Neal showed up to this party. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. I mean, we're we're not talking about like well seasoned palates here. We are talking about fucking college kids. Okay. Uh, you got a point. You got a point. I was just worried, Seth, that we were going to have a major political divide here on the podcast. No. That all of a sudden you became a Trump man. No. So, you know, if he built the wall in front of that food, I would I would have got a ladder, but. <laughs> So obviously, this is such old, ancient news that might might as well have been broadcast in 1846. But Trump, you know, the reason why this even came up is because he, of course, misspelt hamburgers on on a tweet where he's gloating about this fucking spread that he put out there. You know, he's oh, the national champion, you know, Clemson Tigers last <laughs> night at the White House came and ate it was great being with them because of the shutdown i served them massive massive amounts of fast food brackets i paid like this was something he needed to tell people he oh, wanted you to know he, he could he, not have like been more excited to tell people that he paid for this he paid for it and you know he didn't pay for it nobody gives a shit <laughs> Why? Who the fuck cares? Mm. It's not like you're trying to prove to somebody that, you know, you're the man. You're the fucking president of the United States, you fucking stupid ass. <laughs> so then he writes over 1,000 hamburgers. You know how many fucking hamburgers a thousand hamburgers is? There were no thousand fucking gimmicks <laughs> on that table. That means everybody there would have eaten like 14 of them. <laughs> they ate them all. He's, he's, he writes immediately after a thousand hamburgers within one hour. It was all gone. Did they feed all of DC? All sorts <laughs> of good American food. So he's, he, you know, he's always got his finger on the pulse of the meme culture. So now everybody out there in the world, it's no longer hamburgers. It's hamburgers from this point on. I'm only ever going to call it hamburgers. I'm, I've, I've trained myself for this day, Seth. So this episode, our lightning round, oh, shit. because oh, of, really? because of this predicament and the spread is, uh, are you ready for the lightning round? I wasn't ready for this early, but yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Lightning round. Lightning round. All right, the lightning round uh, topic we got, I got for you here, Seth, this episode is, uh, would you eat this trash or feed this to the Clemson Tigers if you were the president? 
And now I got you a list so, of. Wait, is that like of, a? Is that like a two options I have, or? Yeah. Would you like, eat this, I or eat would you feed or, this to the Clemson Tigers? Put whatever trash college football team you want to put in there, because I don't watch that horse shit. Yeah. Do you watch college football? No. Nah. Nobody. I, <laughs> Except for the the president of the United States, supposedly. I'm sure he fucking sat down and watched it. All right, so I'm getting feed you off a list of uh, hamburger joints, and would you eat this shit, or would you feed it to the Clemson Tigers? You ready? Well, let's do it. All right, Wendy's. I'm eating it. Oh, jeez. I feed <laughs> that to my dog. Oh, fuck off. Two, McDonald's. Uh, I'll eat it. I'll eat some of that. Burger King. I'll eat it. All right, five guys. I'll eat it. I don't like their cheese. No, I don't like their cheese either. I, I and their fries are kind of bunk too. Really? Eh, they're a little soggy. I don't like. I think that's, Five Guys is going downhill. Well, that's why I don't like Wendy's so much because Wendy's always has the soggiest of fucking fries. That's true. Soggiest of fries. But let's let's move on. Those four John Five Guys. I'll I'll eat that shit. Hardee's slash Carl's Jr. Man, I haven't been there in a long time. Uh, I will eat it, but have to get back to you. Oh, man, that's, that's my jam. Year. I like it's that been, place. It's been years. Oh, we have a lot of Hardee's here in Wisconsin, so that's uh, that's a thumbs up for me. Uh, number six, Jack in the Box. I'm feeding it to him. Yeah, I agree with you on this one. Maybe when I was 21 years old and wasted, yeah. I would ate that gimmick. I did, actually. I think when that's I actually the only time I ate it. It was literally one time, 21 and wasted. Yeah. Because you're driving in at 1.30 yeah. in the morning yeah. after the bar or whatever to get a fucking your eat on. It's the only place open. Uh, Dairy Queen. It's fucking feeding it to him. Yeah, I agree with that. Sonic. Eating it. Uh, I'm on the fence with that one. Uh, what a burger. Never had it. So. Uh, never had it. It's never been here either. Yeah. Uh, A&W. Oh, fuck, man. I miss A&W. I'm eating that shit. Yeah. Give me, a, and this might be a shocker, and I don't know if you're going to agree with me on this one, Seth. I think A&W Root Beer is the best. Out of, like, the big brands? Out I, of the big brands. I would agree. Yeah. Oh, good. Good, good, good. I'm glad if the, if nothing else is agreed upon for the rest of this podcast yeah. in perpetuity, I'm glad this moment yeah. happened. Get that fucking uh, barks out of here. Yeah, get that fucking shit. Get the, what is the other one? Uh, mug. Mug? Oh, okay, that's okay, but. I'd rather have AW. Yeah, all day, every day. Fuddruckers. Oh, get the shit out of here. I'm feeding it to them. More like mudfuckers. What I call it. Feed that shit to the clubs and tigers for sure. Culver's. I've never had that shit. Oh, that's a, that might be a Midwestern thing, but uh, that's pretty good. I'll eat that shit. It'll, I, I might have to take a shit for two hours afterward, but. That's most of these places. Yeah, true. Johnny Rockets. Uh, I'm going to eat that shit. Yeah, I'll eat that shit too. Red Robin. I'm going to eat that shit. Eat it. Uh, Dick's driving. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Oh, yeah. never had a, that's a West Coast thing. I'm going to eat Dick's driving. That's another. It's close to Jack in the Box, but it's a little more fancy. A little more. Right. little more fancy, but well, it's drunk food. Well, it's drunk food. Okay, these last two are going to be very pertinent to Blade Braxton's interests. Uh-oh. in and out Burger. I'm going to eat it. Never had it, though. Oh, I'm going to feed that to Clemson Tigers. I, sure. I have to try it once. And last but not least, White Castle. Feeding that shit. 
<laughs> oh man, if you ever wanted a hot track from your mouth to your asshole, there's nothing like White Let Castle sliders. You, Just tried it for the first time in October. Me and Sean coming back from Chiller, Chiller Theater up in Jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Went 20 minutes out of our way to try White Castle. You had never had it before. I'd never had it. I've had like one of their frozen. Oh, meat. that's not the same. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The same. So I was like, dude, I got to go. Got to try it. And he had it years ago once. He loved it. <laughs> I wanted to like it. So I was like, it's okay. How many did you get? Like the four pack. Okay. And uh, it, it wasn't good at all. <sighs> it was like soggy. It tasted like nothing. It just sucked. It sucked. Uh, yeah. Hate to break burst your bubble, Mr. Blade Braxton, who I'll be seeing this weekend. We're going to cookie jar heaven finally this weekend. It's, yes. fucking, it's fucking happening Saturday. Oh, I'm driving down to Delavan again, and him and I are going to fucking get wasted and go to cookie jar heaven. Everything you just said made me hard. <laughs> Speaking of getting hard, uh, you and I off the air uh, a few episodes back started talking about fantasy football. Did you end up winning the fantasy football cha- uh, championship nah, belt? No, nah, man. Uh, my team shit the bet on me as as expected. <laughs> the second uh, the second I had a playoff matchup, they started shitting the bed. Uh, that's how it always goes. So, does your league have championship belts? We do have a championship belt. It's actually sitting in the back of my car. Until I can get it to the champion. So so you're pulling a fucking heel move. You're keeping it for yourself. Well, I am the commissioner. I'm the commissioner <laughs> of this league. And uh, that belt will stay with me until I can get it to the champion. So <laughs> You ain't giving that shit. Fess up. You ain't giving I'm, that shit. I have though. tried to, to meet up with her and give it to her, but she's a busy gal. Oh, you had a lady that won this. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. So what is on the championship belt? Uh, it's like a gold plate of a dude spiking a football. It says like fantasy football champion. Did you just order it off of some site? Oh, yeah. It was. Uh, I think I linked it to you back when we were talking about it. It was like 100 bucks. We all put in like 10 bucks. So it's like the league's belt. If you could, <clears throat> what would you put on it? Instead of just this oh. stock template thing. Oh, well, I mean, it does have side plates you can get engraved custom. Yeah. So you can, like, make your own side plates and keep them after you lose the belt and then put them back on if you win. Oh, I don't know what I would get. Probably the word suck it on there. <laughs> Without a doubt. Maybe, like, a big fat middle finger. <laughs> titties? Would you get a big pair of titties oh, on maybe there? Maybe a big pair of titties. Maybe just the word suck it. (laughs) I want, I would want a picture. I want one of those laminate things where you could place a laminated picture in there of you doing the suck it motion, wearing the belt on the belt. It's kind of like a tattoo of an ass on your ass. (laughs) Wearing only the belt covering my junk. (laughs) So how, um, how serious is she about this, about being the champion? Is she the type of gal that's going to walk around with this all the time? Man, 
you know what? When we first got the belt, she was talking a lot of trash about how she was going to get the belt and wear it around and stuff. Now that she's champion, can't give her the damn belt. And it's bumming me out because I would be a dickhead about it. Oh, I, I know you'd be a dickhead about it. You'd probably would, be the guy that walk into family functions, fucking making sure everybody kisses the belt. Everybody. It was going to be 365 days of pictures with the belt. <laughs> Everywhere I went, there would be a picture with that belt. At least one a day. You would see my ass walk into Wasteland in a couple months carrying this belt like a f- complete fucking jackass. <laughs> would you make bootleg Coffin Joe kiss the belt? Uh, no, you know who I would make kiss the belt? It's fucking Bill Zabub. <laughs> But then you'd have to sit through another shitty card trick. I would just, God, that card trick was awesome. <laughs> awesome. If the meaning of awesome meant horseshit. I love Bill's tricks. My favorite is the dollar bill trick. Oh, Jesus. Well, it sounds like I'm out for Wasteland. No. Yep. I'm out for Wasteland. It's because I don't have the belt, right? Well, uh, that's that's partially the reason that's why I don't want to be I don't want to be around some loser. Amen, brother. Only only winners on this team. I would um, have to spend time with myself. I wouldn't. It's it it was weighed between do I want to spend like three hundred dollars on that weekend or twenty bucks to go see uh, Joe Bob Briggs in Milwaukee. Ooh, where's he? He's gonna be play. He's gonna be down at the Oriental Theater, I think, or somewhere oh, down the Times Theater, or something like that, in Milwaukee. What's he doing? Oh, he's just doing some talking gimmick. I don't know. My bud Paul, that you met uh, at the last Wasteland, mm-hmm. he uh, hooked me up with tickets, so we're gonna go oh, see that's that. A, that's rad. He just got announced that uh, there's this new convention coming to about 20 minutes from where I moved Labor Day weekend. He got announced as their first guest. Holy shit. Yeah, so I'm going to invite him back to the house for some spaghetti or something. Oh, I'm sure he'll bite on that. I'm sure he'll go for it. I've seen it happen, not with him, but with other people. Do you have a, a hemicuda? No. I mean, he he I talked an awful that. lot about that shit on the last fucking marathon. <sighs> I haven't seen the last one. Actually, I don't think I've seen much of any of the new stuff. <sighs> the last one I loved because it was all phantasm. So obviously it was great. If people were all what I loved the most about it was that people were, were so fucking bent out of shape that on a Christmas marathon, he did phantasm. <laughs> it, I someone had told me it was phantasm like two weeks before it came. Like people were still betting that it was silent night, deadly night and everything. <sighs> did it come out that it was phantasm early? No, he just all of a sudden the the marathon started because if you have the shutter app, it has the TV function where it just broadcasts and uh, Phantasm started up and people shit themselves. Like, what are you doing? Why are you doing whatever you want to do? Why are you doing Phantasm? And why aren't you showing Phantasm too? Oh, they didn't show Phantasm 2? He showed all of them except for part two. Damn. Including Ravager. I show Ravager. I actually kind of like that movie. I liked it. Is it does it look like shit? Yeah. It looks cheap. But it's not bad. It's kind of well, fun. I think it fits the like the mythos of the whole series. 
It fits in perfectly. Yeah, it's just it looks like shit. It looks like dog shit. Yeah, I got past it. I thought it was good enough to get past it. Yeah. So I kept Shudder because they kept promising that at the beginning of this year, they were going to start a weekly Joe Bob Briggs show. Fucking nothing so far. When does the beginning of the year end? Right? Like you said, the beginning of the year. When is Yeah, when is it? When does it start? How long do we have before the beginning of the year is over? it's not going to happen. I think they're just trying to keep people fucking on shutter at this point. I'm almost ready to get rid of shutter. Well, I have it for a year up until sometime. Right. Cause it was like 30 bucks for a year. Oh, okay. See, I, I just pay monthly. So, but I haven't um, even looked at it in probably a month. Well, shutter. I know you listen to all the gimmicks. I mean, I, I know you, you're a huge All the Gimmicks fan. You better fucking listen. Better give me a discount code. Yeah. If if I don't see Joe Bob Briggs within the next week or two with some new show weekly, like you promised me, I'm out. You better send me a water bottle with your logo on it. <laughs> better. 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 <laughs> I'm not going to use it. It's just going to get thrown in a closet, but I'm going to be like, man, that's kind of cool. <laughs> It shows up and, and they hand it to you. They like personally deliver it to you and they put it in your hand. You're like, oh, cool. And you just throw it aside. Hey, see you guys. <laughs> Get the fuck off my porch. <laughs> you take it from them. Shut, or make sure they see that you throw it and then just shut the door. <laughs> oh, my dog chew on it. Oh, my dog. <laughs> Yeah, and then release the hounds, and the hounds come out and fucking run them off. <laughs> so, how's your new house? Dude, the new house is pretty tight. Yeah, yeah. How much yeah. of a pain in the ass was it moving all that shit there? Oh, such a pain in the ass. Being like any sort of nerd or collector is such a pain in the ass. It's the worst. Moving is the worst when you have shit. I think we've yeah. talked about this in the past. I think it. I think we talked about it on one of those fucking episodes that got chewed up by YouTube. Oh, now we can talk about it <clears throat> briefly again. Uh, it oh, sucked. Great. Moving moving shit sucked. Uh, when we finally got the old house cleared out and everything was just here, it was yeah. such a relief. Because I was like, all right. Now I can sit on my ass and do it leisurely. Which is taking forever, but I bet. Well, what rush do you have at this right, point? Now? Exactly. So there's still shit everywhere, but slowly stuff's getting put together, stuff's getting put where it needs to be. Yeah. How's the neighborhood? Quiet. Uh so far no neighbors have made any attempt at talking to us. Decent. And I'm fucking stoked on that. <laughs> What's uh, is it a really um just proximity wise, are are people really close to you, or do you have space? Oh, uh, it's it's like an average neighborhood, you know, a little bit of yard between each house. But Good. we're not like, yeah, it's not like on top of each other, but you're also not fucking an acre apart or yeah. anything like that. Um, but it's so far, it's like a newer development, so there's not a ton of people around. But they're building the fuck out of it. So there's going to be assholes everywhere in like five years. Yeah, there's going to be dudes with their fucking boats out there. Oh, buffing their boats. 
buffing their boats so hard, making sure uh, that you see them washing uh, their boats. I'll see them. As long as they don't talk to me about me seeing them, I'll be fine. They'll have to talk to you about the golfing that they're doing. That's fine. I'll talk to them about the fucking Japanese sexploitation movie I watched and end the conversation real quick. <laughs> Dude, you gotta you gotta see female teacher in uh, Ropel. It is on it is on the list. You said it's on your plex, right? Oh, it is. Uh, Holy I think this, shit. this weekend I will or sometime this week I will watch that. You will love that fucking gimmick. How that gimmick didn't win all the Oscars, I have no idea. Um, it's shocking to me. It's shocking to me that I've missed that's one of the greatest titles I've ever heard. How did I not come across this title before? And and fucking Matt Bauer immediately I post to the fucking all the gimmicks group. Matt Bauer brings up four other titles I had never Dude. heard of that equally sound as amazing. I love like the Nakatsu Pinky titles. They're just ridiculous. Just so over the fucking yeah. top. Rape Apartment Nine, Girl <laughs> in Danger, <laughs> Rape Man. Yeah. Rape man, and he's a superhero for fuck's sake. <laughs> or what was Hanzo the Razor? Oh, I fucking love Hanzo the Razor. He's Hanzo the Razor's the best. He's super a fucking powerful dick. <laughs> he's a dick a... samurai. He's a dick <sighs> samurai. When I, I I have the box set, and when I packed it a few weeks ago, I was like, God, I haven't watched these movies in years. I need to I need to pop in fucking Hanzo. I have a Just... feeling at some point I'm gonna have I I. I think Paul has seen them. I think I'm going to I'm going to want to do Hanzo the Razor on fucking Orton <sighs> Castle. Dude, you got to do it. I will never like reading the synopsis and like trying to prepare yourself for that movie was nothing compared to like the first time you see him like fucking slapping his chode on that like pad. Yeah. was like strengthening it. And I was just like, <laughs> or the nails. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Oh, fucking dick samurai. <laughs> but it's like it's amazing because it's actually they're really good movies. They're great movies. And, they're almost like like fucking Lone Wolf and Cub. And they're never like corny or like comedic because he's a dick samurai. No, this is serious fucking business. He's he is the, the sword of justice, and the sword of justice is his cock. He gets God, he gets people to Jackie. tell the truth by raping them. <sighs> this is a legit movie, people. I need the a Hans of the Razor tattoo. <laughs> what would that tattoo be? I don't know. Just his dick on my dick. <laughs> dick on dick crime. No, around your fucking dick. You have to keep your fucking uh, bush totally manicured. And you got to have where your dick is. It has to be Hanzo around it. (laughs) (laughs) So next time somebody, you you go to fuck somebody, you take your pants out and it's Hanzo the razor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you start talking. I cheated on my SATs. A sword of justice. It's also some fucking truth coming out. I don't okay. want my husband. Whoa. Well, I guess not. <laughs> if you were cheating on him, you probably don't love him. Yeah. <laughs> he just goes from village to village. 
I'm glad this. I'm glad Hans of the Razor talk got brought up. Oh man, that is legitimately one of my favorite things of all time is Hanzo the Razor. Not because the, I mean, let's be honest, that's some pretty fucking gnarly shit. Yeah. It's gnarly shit, but that is some funny fucking shit. Oh, it's funny. Oh, it's just the idea of it's so silly, but it's so good. Somebody came up with that stuff. And someone funded it. <sighs> it was shot on fucking 35 millimeter. And it looks gorgeous. Jesus, Mary and fucking Joseph. By people that know what they're doing. Oh, just. Oh, speaking of a movie that was shot that by people that know what they're doing. Uh-oh. We got to get down to it, Seth. It's been months in the making at this point. It happened. Yep. Escape Room. Escape Room. I've been waiting forever. We've been talking about it for built. No. I saw the Suspiria gimmick. It's a real movie now. It's a movie. I also saw fucking Class of Nukem High, Return to Class of Nukem High Part 2. Still, still not a real movie to me. It's a real movie, Seth, and it it's not very good. <laughs> That's what I heard. I'm so disappointed. <laughs> Best part of the movie is, is Blade. He steals the show. Okay. Well, he's not in it very much, but every scene he was in, I popped real fucking hard. So excited to see it still, but I'm just so bummed that's not very good. No, it's not very good. There's a reason why it took forever to come <sighs> out. But anyway, so Suspiria, it released. I watched all 15 hours of it. You've watched it yet again and have revised opinions, supposedly. I do. What are these revised opinions? Well, let me hear your opinions. Uh, so Mark the Movie Man gets a hold of me. He's he's like, I got it on my Plex. Watch it. I'm like, oh, amazing. I'm going to do it immediately. I turn it on. And I'm like, uh, Mark, 75% of this movie's in German. I, I don't understand what the fuck is going on. He goes, oh, I don't have subtitles. Hold on. I find subtitles. I start it over again. And the subtitles are janky as shit janky as shit and so i fuck around with the plex over and over and over and over again get it to where they sort of make sense with the movie i'm like you know what fuck it i want to watch this so goddamn bad i'm gonna forge through and i can't bring the movie down because of the janky ass subtitles but i think i caught the gist of what was going on so I'm not too like hung up that I missed something because of janky. I I, I was basically caught up. I, I got short and roundies about it. First three quarters of the movie. I wasn't so into. That final act popped so goddamn fucking hard that it made it all worth it. Made it all worth it. So the movie i say I, I liked it. I liked it on a whole. There's still a lot of Suspiria in that movie. The details are all there from the original plot. I don't know what kind of dancing that is. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that is. It felt fucking janky as shit. Um, the soundtrack's total bullshit. I completely agree. There's nothing worse than you have this epic 
finale scene, this gore-tastic orgy of blood it, with some of the most outlandish shit I've seen in a while in a big release film. And you have this crybaby bullshit music playing over top of it. Think think if you had Hanzo the Razor tattooed around your cock and you're just ready to deal the sword of justice to people. Just rock hard. And then some crybaby Tom York comes on and mm. you just you no longer have a penis. Yeah, it just fell off. It just completely I fell off and ran off. Every week of training, and it just said no, no, no. <laughs> I'm that, fucking out of here. That that's my like biggest problem that I had the second time around. Uh the first time I there's a lot to take in, you know, mm-hmm. with this movie on the first watch. So I thought maybe I missed some of the music. And just, you know, I was paying attention to other things. It's just, there's no, it's just not present. It has no, no body to it. No attitude. It's just this background droning shit. Yeah. It might as well not even be there. It really, it really may as well not even be there because the whole movie is based around dance and dance Academy and, there's all these, like you said, just fucking outlandish, wild, almost interpretive dance going on with these crazy body movements and sharp attacking motions. And there's just nothing behind it for music. Like the one scene she says, you know, dance with, I want to see you dance without music. That's kind of how every dance scene felt. Yeah. That's how almost the entire movie is. Yeah. Like it's just so not existent in in the movie uh and that's what really dragged it down for me the second time i was like okay i feel like a major part of this movie is just not here yep i agree Um, and like you said when it's there you hear it in the in the finale but it's what this isn't it doesn't fit totally it's totally off kilter yeah it it drags down a scene that you're just so slack jawed, like I can't believe I'm watching this, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, am I? Is this supposed to be? Am I supposed to be feeling sad? Yeah, am I? Am I supposed to be remorseful of something? Melancholy? What? What am I? While this demon is exploding people into fucking just vapor, am I supposed to be feeling bad about this? It made no fucking sense it, it to me. It didn't make sense. Uh, I completely agree. Leading up to that, I thought the first time through was really kind of engaging and engrossing. But again, that might be because there was a lot to take in that I yeah. had to. I couldn't allow myself to drift off or I would have just missed everything. The second time through, I was kind of sitting there going, all right, we can we can get on with this a little bit quicker. I got to ask you for a movie that was two and a half hours long. That story felt so fragmented. Mm -hmm. Like it feels like it starts and stops and jitters in ways that weren't confusing in the way that I'm just too stupid to figure out. It just logically none of it followed each other and details were just missing for the sake of them being missing. Like it jumped in time in ways that made no sense. And it just went, there was no, 
I can't believe I'm about to say this. The original Suspiria had made more sense than this movie did. Oh, the original Suspiria made a lot more sense than this. It flowed. It had a cohesive story. I mean, it was more much style over substance for sure, but I mean, it had a pretty easy to follow story. I've watched this one twice and I still like like you said, not for lack of understanding, but it's just I don't totally follow how it got to where it got to. Yeah, it has no narrative flow to it. Right. It really it, it felt and this is weird to say it's a two and a half hour movie. It felt like a Cliff Notes version. It like it took plot points and expanded on them, but then just jumped to another point in the story that wasn't necessarily right directly after it. So that's for me, the first first half of the movie, I was really kind of bummed. I'm like, this is kind of bullshit. Yeah. I feel like they added in stuff that didn't need to be there and left stuff out that definitely could have elevated it to just a more flowing movie. I thought most of the stuff, uh, the World War II stuff with the like psychologist, yeah, I could have just done without all of it. Who was Clay, uh, Kate? Uh, what's her nuts? That was uh, Madame Blanc. That's the, who's that actress? Why can't I think of it? Tilda Swinton. Yeah, Tilda Swinton. Why did I think Kate uh, Blanchett? I always uh, fucking mix uh, those two up for some unknown reason. I'm worthless. No. I'm an old man, Seth. I can't remember these details. But Tilda Swinton, she played three fucking roles in this movie. She was the old man. I thought she was good. She was great in everything she did. But at the same time, yeah, the old man, the epilogue. Yeah. Like, let's spoil. If you haven't seen this movie, Seth and I need to get down to brass tacks about yeah. this fucking shit. If you so. don't want it spoiled. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. How did it logically get to the point where she is Mother Suspiriorum? That's I I I I don't know. Seen it twice. I I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Again, when Argento's movie makes more sense than your fucking movie, there's something fucking wrong. Like I I liked the fact that she was. Oh yeah, it worked. It, the but, scene worked. <laughs> but it, I sat there in the theater going, "Man, that, that that was probably pretty cool. Must have missed something there." Yeah, exactly. I, I think watching, everyone missed something there. Watching it again, I was just like, "All right, here we go." Oh, that was pretty cool. I must have missed something there. <laughs> because I still just don't. Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. This is hey. I, I liked this movie. I did too. I do too. I still really think it's a uh, pretty cool movie. I liked it, but I got a bitch about it. Yeah. I got a bitch about it because there was just so much of it. I was like, what the fuck is this? That that ending, if, if I'm going to gloat about anything, it's got to be the fucking death sequence, the seance, the whole witch black mass. That thing, when they show fucking... Um, Helena Marcos, and she's this fucking oh, twisted lump of flesh with lard, 
hands and faces growing out of her and all this fucking grossness when she talks it looked just so disgusting that shit was fucking on point and amazing it's like this is probably i would rank that up to be one of the greatest witchcraft black mass scenes i've ever seen in a movie oh yeah it was awesome and uh, just it just kept going and it worked that it just kept going like it took like 15 minutes at least well everything in this movie took at least 15 minutes sure including setting up to this dance recital that they have for who like that didn't even make sense to me it was like a rehearsal recital okay yeah and then they decided to to dump uh the one character who was it i guess sarah was it the sarah character yep they decided to like dump her then and just get on with the whole black mass shortly after once it gets to the point once the dance happens that they've been building up to which is essentially just uh, a seance like they use the music in this in the um dance in this movie as a symbol of witchcraft and, and spells and things of that nature. So, I mean, once it gets to that point in the movie, I say the movie's a banger from that point on because the dance and the way the music plays and the sound and the editing all works really fucking well. And it's stylish and it fucking, it just pops before that point, And I got to ask you the first act of the movie. Did you feel like the editing was really fucked up and weird? Like there was beats missing between edits in weird it just, places. It just felt like they maybe they knew this thing was already gonna be long as fuck, and they just said, oh, "We don't need to film that." It did just, just make it uh, off kilter and it gets you uncomfortable right away by annoying you. <laughs> that's that's what I I got out of it as an editor. I was sitting there watching. I'm like. That's an interesting choice. That's an annoying choice. <laughs> oh, I'm really not liking this. And it wasn't what was on screen. It was the fact that there was no breathing between anything. And it was dialogue sequences. It was like really innocuous stuff. It's like, wow, this is really fucking annoying. I bitched about this shit with Proud Mary. And here we are with Suspiria and we're dealing with the same crap. That's rough. So... I, it sounds like I'm really going down on this movie. Like, I'm really well, hating this fucking movie, but... I mean, if I was going to go off on it, I, it would sound like I, I don't like it anymore either. And that was my second favorite movie of the year after seeing it the first time. I still like it. Yeah. I th- I thought all of the acting was well well done. The, yeah. I don't the visuals. Know, I don't know anything about Dakota Johnson aside from this movie and that she was the Fifty Shades girl. Oh, is that who that was? Yep. That's all I know about her. Uh, I'm a fan. I thought she was great. She had an intensity to her. That's for sure. And I think her delivery at the end during the Black Mass and the last uh, last little chapter was really fucking good. Mm -hmm. Just simple and somber, but I liked it a lot. Um, Yeah. The movie had a lot going for it. We got it talk about last but not least the inclusion of jessica (sighs) 
We have the original Susie Banyan coming back into this gimmick for no reason other than a cheap pop. Yeah, I'm fine with her being in it. But like I said, that, that whole story subplot was just throw it out. It was it was like at least half an hour of shit that didn't go anywhere. <laughs> Especially with the epilogue where the most impactful, like meaningful pull at the heartstrings moment in the movie is just part of a plot that really doesn't matter. It's inconsequential yeah. to everything that's gone on. That's, that's what uh, I remember me and Sean coming out of theater talking about it. We were just like that whole thing was just to have a character to care about. That's not, I'm not watching Suspiria to have like a guy, a character, male or female, that like pulls at my heartstrings. I just don't need it. I wanted Jessica Harper to be one of the fucking witches. It would have been so cool. How awesome would that have been? Right? Like even if she's just a, like a smaller character, or if she was the, if she would have been the witch that ended up fucking stabbing herself in the neck, just give her like a moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. That would be yeah. awesome. Instead of this. So, uh, yeah, uh, there's a lot of stuff that I can complain about, about this new Suspiria. I want to watch it again. I haven't watched it again because it's hard to talk myself into watching a fucking two and a half hour long movie. Yeah, that's that's real tough. But there's enough in this movie to make it worthwhile. I think you could edit this down to a slim 85 minutes. And this would be a rad ass fucking movie. I really think it's there. It's there. Suspiria is there. Just not in Argento's mind. Uh, well, <laughs> let's talk about that. What do you think of the crotchety old fuck coming out saying, nah, this movie's fucking trash? <laughs> well, hey, man, I'll respect the guy. He thought the idea was stupid 10 years ago. He still thinks it's stupid. Yeah. Why would why would he ever have anything good to say about this, even if he's making a buck off of right? it? Um, I see what he's saying. I don't totally agree with him. I think the spirit's there. But... I can see what he's saying that it's not Suspiria in regards to if I was the one that made Suspiria, that wasn't Suspiria. No. Simply as a fan, I see it. It's there, but yeah, I think it's funny. I, I, I like that. He's trolling it up. Yeah. I like I, that. He's trolling I just it. like hearing from him in general. Just, I wish Argento would talk more. Let me know who's out there. Well, I ha- I have a feeling he's been very, sick the last couple years well yeah you know? he yeah he took a spill a few months ago six months ago like broke his shoulder or something well, he's back is he making the sandman again i don't know um last i heard on that and that's been no movement on the website for like uh, over a year is that it's uh now it's dario argento presents the sandman i heard he's in the process of right now directing a movie that's what I heard too. Is it Dracula 3D Part Two? Oh God, I hope so. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, man. I, I read the first ten pages of that early Sandman screenplay. Yeah, I backed it, and that was one of the things. It sounds like it could be pretty cool. And they sent out like storyboards from it and stuff. I I think it would be a cool movie. Uh, it's simplistic sounding enough that you know he doesn't need a ton of money. Well. I would like to hope that he doesn't have the people that shot fucking yeah. Dracula 3D shoot that gimmick. 
No. I showed Paula Dracula 3D and she she fell asleep halfway through it. She did not enjoy that movie. That movie is a masterpiece. <laughs> yeah, so uh, okay, let's put the final nail in the coffin with this Suspiria chat. I liked it. It was decent. I have a lot of issues with it and that just being a nitpicky nerdy fan boy of an, an apologist for Dario Argento my entire life. Um I'll go to I'll go to fucking bat for him any day of the week. Amen. Co-signed. And this was just I was I went into it wanting to really like it, hoping that this was going to be a nice alternative to, you know, the movie that I've watched 500 times and I just kind of walked away scratching my head liking the experience but ultimately kind of scratching my head there's a lot about it as you had heard I had issues with but the good is so good that I'm willing to overlook it it's not going to be in rotation the way the original is that's not let's not get fucking out of control here Seth no, no, not buying a seventy dollars steel book of this one. I <laughs> get crazy here. I'm not buying the new double deluxe edition soundtrack that Thom York is releasing. That he's, <laughs> that he's talking about releasing now. Is he? Yeah. What is it? Ninety minutes of no noise. Yeah, okay. I started listening to it on Spotify, and I just turned it off. Yeah, it's the most non-existent music it would immediately become just something i'm I'm not paying any attention to <sighs> so i uh, in second watch through what did you walk away with uh, a lot more questions not so many answers uh probably a more solid feeling and more solid ground to stand on with it i still like it but it's not the second best movie of the year for me anymore by by far. Yeah. It was it was good. I like it. Uh I think the Blu-ray really missed some chances. The special features on it are very glazed over. Just uh we loved the original. Now here's I was so happy to get to do the dance moves for this one. Three minutes done. That's Doesn't it. Doesn't it's just fucking gloss over the top and you know show some back you know behind the scenes footage that was it it was like four featurettes totaling 12 minutes is there a commentary track no fucker's got a lot to explain with this i know man that's it's literally it's like four little short featurettes that are about three minutes each well that's some bullshit i uh i well i don't know about you I don't really buy anything for special features anymore. I mean, commentary tracks. I mean, well, I don't know if I buy it for them, but I mean, it's nice to have them. Sure. Commentary tracks, I think, are still great when they're well done. Do you actually sit and listen to them? I, if it's something I feel needs or deserves it. I would listen to this one. I would definitely listen to this one. Uh, Or if it's something funny like the Cannibal, the musical audio commentary that's just as fun as a movie so is big trouble in little china there you go yeah that's a great commentary track but uh i mean 
there's commentary tracks like uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, one of my favorite movies. That is the most painfully dull commentary track. Same with The Exorcist. Oh, God. William Freakin literally just describing what's on screen. Oh. Yeah, that's that's the worst. You got nothing to say that you haven't said? That's fine. Don't do a commentary track. But uh, Luca Guadagnino has not said shit about this movie that two and a half hours of watching it while he gives us some insight wouldn't have benefited from. Some of the shit that I've read written about this new movie is so... What did we get asked in the group? I think our bud Dominic uh, wrote in the group as soon as I posted saying that I had watched this. And he's been my champion in hereditary hate on the boards. Uh, I mostly am trolling. I mean, I didn't really think hereditary was that fucking bad. <laughs> but but you gotta you gotta work an angle. So. Are you uh, are you among the the crowds that are pissed off that it wasn't nominated for best picture today? Go fuck yourselves. Amen. Go fuck yourselves. I, I and I'm even going as far as this, and we may lose people on this one. I understand Black Panther was a phenomenon, and I understand its cultural significance. It's but let's get fucking enough. real here. Let's get real. That wasn't even the best Marvel movie that came out last year. Amen. I like completely understand why it's important. It's a good movie. It's long overdue. It's not one of the 10 best pictures of the year. No. Not even remotely. It's it's one of the 10 most important pictures of the year. So now we're giving we're giving us what am i even asking i hate the oscars i hate awards they are meaningless they're stupid it's just a sales tool that's all it is but does black panther need to be sold repackaged and resold to people again it made like a bajillion dollars yeah you couldn't even find it on black friday that thing sold out everywhere (sighs) so anyways so yeah dominic he was he was talking to me about you know well is this as pompous as Suspiria as pompous as Hereditary? I don't think there's a more pompous fucking movie that got made last year than this Suspiria movie. No, I, I mean I agree. This movie has its sniffer so far up its own asshole. I mean, you're taking a, a horror movie about a coven of witches in a dance school. There's a lot of ways to not make it smell its own farts. Oh, this was all up in a fucking gas chamber. But let me tell you, starting starting out with a two and a half hour runtime is a pretty big way of making it smell its own fart. <laughs> <laughs> and we liked this movie. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know, just that's the kind of a filmmaker this guy is, apparently. Yeah. Oh. Everything I've seen uh, about him. So that makes me worried. I haven't seen any of his other movies. That makes me worried. Like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to want to watch any of this. I mean, I, from what I've seen of the other ones or read about the other ones, it's not stuff I'm uh, super excited to jump out of my way to go see anyway. So, (sighs) well, maybe probably makes good movies, but just stuff I'm not super interested in seeing. I have a feeling that he would never wear a fantasy football championship belt. I have a feeling I would never drink, uh, Bim and Cokes with him, so 
I have a feeling he'd never drive 20 minutes out of the way to get White Castle sliders. Uh, I would never either again. So maybe I'm maybe I'm starting to smell my own farts a little bit. <laughs> I bet you he would never eat a uh, hotel room dressing or hot dog. That's right. <laughs> I can tell you that. Well, well, maybe him and I are, are similar in that <laughs> respect. <laughs> oh. All would, right. would you say that that was the hamburgers of Cinema Wasteland? <laughs> the hamburgers of Cinema Wasteland? Yeah, what, those there, hot dogs? Yeah. Fuck yeah, those are the hamburgers of fucking Cinema Wasteland. Uh, Just thinking about those make me want to shit myself right now. Because if I remember, I did walk in and get pretty excited that there was a fucking lineup of hot dogs. Dude, you look like a goddamn puppy with two dicks at yeah. that spread. You popped so goddamn hard. That I thought you were going to start fluttering like this. Like fucking like a, like a delicious smelling pie in a Disney movie. <laughs> All of a sudden, your whole body lifts up and levitates. And you... <laughs> Come on, man. How often do you walk into a damn hotel room? You see a whole spread of chili dogs. <laughs> With a bunch of drunk people. That should have that should have like triggered you off immediately like there's something fucking real sketchy going on here oh i knew it was real sketchy <laughs> just doing drugs eating hot dogs out of a fucking dresser drawer oh man man it's gonna be real real sad that i'm not gonna be able to join you your cats this time i will eat all the hot, sketchy hot dogs well you I'll, eat all those sketchy hot dogs and i'll i'll uh I'll slap Joe Bob Briggs on the ass for you. Ooh, thank you. Hanzo him for me. I'll Hanzo him with my sword of justice. (laughs) Finally, the bartender said, Stone Cold, Stone Cold, Stone Cold. And I said, what? He goes, why are you throwing everybody out the damn bar? I says, you dumb son of a bitch. I'm getting ready for the Royal Rumble. If you're going to go on the hunt, you got to be able to run with the big boys. If he can't run with the big boys, he should get out. He shouldn't come out here. I'm telling you like it is, baby. The way they ran the business was the shit.